Hi, I'm Sarah Becker of Becker Talks Money. It's August 18th, 2023, and there's a lot going on this week. First off, the movie The Blind Side came out in 2009 and told the story of a white family, the Tuies, the matriarch played by Sandra Bullock, who adopt a black boy in need, get him into football, and support him as he experiences a meteoric rise to the NFL. Now that boy, Michael Orr, is a 37-year-old man, and he is suing the Tui family, saying that the story they told isn't what it seems, and that the money they profited from the movie and the book the movie is based on was never shared with Michael himself. The lawsuit alleges that Leanne and Sean Tui never adopted him, the whole crux of the plot of The Blind Side, but instead created a conservatorship they told him was adoption papers, which gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. He alleges that the Tuies used that power as conservators to strike a deal that paid them and their two biological children millions of dollars in royalties from The Blind Side movie, while Orr got nothing. He's asking for the court to end the conservatorship, yes, apparently it is still active, and issue an injunction barring them from using his name or likeness. Or is also asking for a full account of the money the Tuies earned using his name and to be paid his share of profits. Now, Sean Tuie has made a statement that everyone in his family earned about $14,000 each from the movie. Does that sound low to you? <laughs> it sounds low to me. ESPN has reported that the Tuies and their two biological children each made $225,000 in addition to 2.5% of the film's net proceeds, which, you know, we don't know what that is. Michael Orr went on to play for eight years in the NFL, a career that earned him $34 million, and the Tuies net worth is an estimated $100 million. I thought something was up uh, last year in 2022 when Michael Orr married his longtime girlfriend, been with her. For 17 years, they have four kids together, and none of the Tuies were in any of the wedding photos, and rumors swirl that they weren't even invited. I believe those rumors were confirmed, so I was like, okay, something's up. Like, if you don't invite your own family to your big, you know, luxury wedding, something's up, and apparently it is. If these allegations are true, this is such unethical and immoral behavior, and the Blindside movie already has received a lot of backlash for kind of having a white savior complex, which it absolutely does. I'll definitely be watching as this lawsuit plays out. I'm so interested. I just read that the Tuies hired Lizzo's lawyer, which, you know, it's it's not a good look. Not a good look for any of them. In other news, with the advent of TikTok, certain groups and social rituals have gone viral. Perhaps none as spectacularly as the University of Alabama sorority Rush. Last year, the TikToks were so compelling, there was even a documentary film made about it called Bama Rush. This year, the writer Anne Helen Peterson has been providing excellent commentary on this process, including its deep issues and its insane cost. Girls hoping to receive a bid, basically a membership from a sorority, are featuring during or featured during outfit of the day posts. So they share the brands of everything that they're wearing. And not only are there like cult-like followings of the most random places, like pants store, anyone, if you know, you know, there's also an insane amount of jewelry that literally costs multiple thousands of dollars once you tally it all up, like on an 18-year-old at one time. While I didn't go to a college that even offered Greek life, so it was never an option for me, and I don't think I would have done it. I feel like I've always been a nerd. 
I remember my mom telling me that she didn't join a sorority when she went to the University of Texas because she didn't want to pay, which are wise words. The price of joining a sorority at the University of Alabama, which is known for its fraternities, its sororities, and also does deep recruiting and advertising in the Northeast, claiming to have an Ivy League experience for cheaper, is nearly $5,000 a semester. If you want to live in the sorority house, or should I say are offered the opportunity to live in the sorority house, make it $10,000 a semester. An Alabama graduate, Christy Sasso, said that her sorority brought in $2.5 million a year, $1 million a year from rent alone. Quote, we'd throw an $80,000 party, no problem. She also said that at 19, she was walking around campus with, you know, half a million dollars of checks, you know, in her pocket to deposit. As the treasurer on the sorority board, that was her job. As someone commented, quote, former sorority VP of finance here, it was a lot of pressure to put on someone who can't legally buy a beer, end quote. And while, of course, I'm always interested in the money, these girls are clearly spending thousands of dollars just to fit into the mold of someone who gets the opportunity to then pay thousands and thousands of more dollars. There are deep, 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 deep class, race, and gender issues here as well. And I would highly recommend checking out Anne Helen Peterson for her commentary on all of this and more. You can find her on Instagram at Anne Helen Peterson. In our final story of today, you might have noticed that several celebrities are posting videos on their Instagram inviting members of the public to stay in their homes via Airbnb for $0. What? Airbnb's website provides these details. Booking a celebrity listing. For our special celebrity listing offerings, we are featuring several celebrity hosts and spaces throughout this year. These listings are once-in-a-lifetime opportunities brought to life for guests to experience the world's most unique spaces and hosts on Airbnb. Each celebrity listing will be open for booking requests for a set period of time, and there, you, a confirmed booking is not guaranteed. Like, you know, who knows how many people are requesting to book, and they can only book one night. And then you'll be notified if your booking has been confirmed. So Gwyneth Paltrow posted a video last month announcing she'd be renting out her Montecito guest house for one night on September 9th. Booking opened August 15th for the listing, and it's zero dollars. In the listing, Gwyneth writes, quote, I'll be there to greet you upon your arrival. Do you like my Gwyneth voice? Upon your arrival and ensure you have all the necessities for a comfortable and rejuvenating stay. Goop-inspired meals and snacks will be provided, so let me know if there are any allergies or dietary restrictions I should keep in mind. Also included, a transcendental meditation and full access to the Olympic-sized swimming pool. The listing also notes that there will be 24-hour security on site, including security cameras, and a public records background check will be done on the guest. I'm also assuming, like, does Gwyneth stay in the main house after she greets them? I would assume not, but the listing does include dinner with her and her husband Brad in their private wine cellar where the guest can choose a bottle of wine. And here's another unbelievable part. Again, Architectural Digest reported these celebrity stays are free. $0. It's just about booking it, you know, when it comes available, putting your request in, and then hopefully you get picked. And if you get picked, getting there. The listing says $0. Obviously, Architectural Digest is a trusted source. I'm just having a hard time wrapping my mind around this. The latest celeb to announce their partnership with Airbnb is beloved couple Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. They posted a video, again on Instagram, just like Gwyneth announcing their listing of their guest house in Santa Barbara. They'll also be there to greet you and meet you. They opened up for a booking on Wednesday the 16th, and the stay is the 19th, so very little lead time. Like, if you get it, you've got to travel in, like, a couple days. 
they're also providing all meals and snacks. I mean, that makes sense. I guess you don't want like a DoorDasher showing up. And then again, you can only request a book and then Airbnb is probably doing some kind of filtering to pick the best guest since the Airbnb website says you'll be notified if you get the booking. To commemorate the partnership, Airbnb will make a one-time donation to Thorne, which is the nonprofit that Kutcher founded with his ex-wife, Demi Moore. The organization is all about new technologies to fight child sexual abuse. That's huge. That's amazing. I did not see such a statement from Gwyneth, but you know, would be nice to like give some money away. As a non-celeb, I cannot imagine renting my home out to a stranger when I'm going to be like right there. And as a celebrity, I feel like that's way worse. Like, are they going to text Gwyneth if their hot water isn't working or their toilet won't flush? Considering these are extremely wealthy people, I have no idea what Airbnb could offer to them for it to be worth it. But the celebs say they're doing this all in the endeavor to make the world a little less lonely. I mean, okay, bullshit, but okay. Okay, uh, I think that's the first time I swore on the podcast, and we're also done. We're wrapped. So I'll see you Monday. We're going to be talking about girl math. Very exciting subject. And then I'll be back here next Friday with more money news, and I'll keep you posted on these stories as they develop.